All right, welcome to another episode of Wicked Smart. I'm your host, Lucas Bean, and I usually have a co-host, but uh, he's not here today. But, you know, I do have a guest co-host, Trevor of the Humanoids and the Crooks. And, man, I have to admit, man, it's, a, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show, finally. We met in uh, NFT NYC uh, 2022, and, man, just a humble kind generous good person all around so this is uh definitely my pleasure to have you on man how you doing today uh good man i appreciate you having me yeah it was uh i really enjoyed meeting everybody at nyc and nyc and like uh you know having that little party um it was nice to put a face to some names and uh have a few drinks and uh chill but yeah (laughs) yeah man just uh see you around uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a few. I always see you around, so it's good to finally uh, hop in the space and, uh, you know, chat chat a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, my man. Again, my pleasure. And, like, it's weird. Um, usually, like I said, usually I have, like, my co-host and all that other stuff, and they're just like, it's interesting when people decide to show up, but it's a Friday, so I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you just never know when, uh, if someone's going to show up or not on a Friday. Uh, it's a tough day to get. And then there was, like, a whole bunch of crazy news that happened this morning, so we'll get past that. So before whoa, we... Whoa. Yeah. News. Oh, you don't no, I don't want to I honestly don't want to talk about it in here. I'll I'll talk I can we can talk about it in a different part, but uh right. right now, dude, this is all about you, the humanoids and the crooks and stuff like that. Like, man, it's huge. But usually we start off the show a little bit. Um we usually start off with like Mintify giving us like our daily uh news like market breakdown and update. So take it away, Mintify, and I'll and then we'll swing it back over to Trevor for uh the interview. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good, good morning. Evening, you, good morning, me. my man. How you been? Thank you. I've been uh, I've been good. Glad Thank you very much. Glad to hear, it, man. And yourself? Good. Waiting for that report. Let's do it. All right. Let's roll through this. <laughs> the Ethereum <laughs> Ethereum market volume. Um, greater market volume continues to fall, but still um, way above what it's been the past few months. Ethereum at twenty uh, ninety one point seven million, down nineteen percent the past twenty four hours. Solana market volume, 2.12 million, down 2%. The highest sale, CryptoPunk, 70.53 for 115 ETH. You can try out our new beta trading experience at trade.mintify.xyz. I'll actually share a short thread I just shared a little bit earlier on some of the features that we've released the past month. Following uh, up with this market update, the top uh, top gaining index, sorry, top 50 game, up 0.25%. Led by Loot for Adventurers. Again, I believe this was uh, number one yesterday, too, or maybe two days ago. 0.72 ETH floor price up 29%. Sheeb Yard. I believe that's actually from the uh, the Shiba token um, project. 0.1443 ETH floor price up 21%. And Neo Tokyo Outer Citizens. 0.679 ETH floor price up 1%. The top losing index, top 20 metaverse, down 3%, led by Creterra Land, 0.476. ETH4 price down 25%. Seekers, 0.064. ETH4 price down 15%. And then other side, 1.79. ETH4 price down 8%. We've got some interesting news for our noteworthy market updates. Spotify begins testing token-gated playlists. Columbia has a court hearing in Meta's Metaverse. Australian regulators are investigating Binance closing user accounts. And this this is my personal favorite. A New York judge rules that emojis could be a form of financial advice that arose out of the uh, the top shot court case. Yes. 
you know, I, I am on the same page as you myself. Um, but you know, that's what they decided. <laughs> Gary Gensler's and, uh, on top of it. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry. It's crazy. As for uh, the market stats, global crypto market cap, 1093.8 billion Bitcoin dominance, 42.24%. BTC open interest, 7.83 billion and fear and greed at 53. With crypto taking a little tumble uh, this morning, Bitcoin at 23,170, down about 3%, and Ethereum 1593 down three and a half percent with the S&P. Also, it seemed like the uh, traditional was a little bit of a predictor with it uh, lagging behind crypto's gains the past week or so. S&P at thirty nine fifty down about one and a half percent. That is all. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for the update, man. And it's interesting. Um, you know, I saw on the timeline today, there's a bunch of people going, oh, it's the end of the world. You know, crypto's dropped. And I was like, oh, OK, it must have dropped like 40, you know, 30, 40 percent. And uh, <laughs> And clearly, uh, yeah, the sky is falling is kind of what we is basically what I'm taking. Like 3% decrease is like literally regular, like regular volatility. Yep. So I don't know why people were like crying. It's a normal day. Yeah. People were like, I thought you're gonna, when you said news, I thought I was going to go check Twitter and see that like World War Three was starting or something like the bombs are falling. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen myself, but you just never, you know, you never know. Obviously, I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to throw, I don't want to put an emoji on it or anything because I. Because that would be advice. <laughs> yeah, you better not. I use a handshake emoji a lot, and I'm worried. I actually was laughing about that because there's like people have been using handshake emojis, like in like basically when they were doing co tweets, and I was like, it was the funniest thing ever. They're like, oh, I thought that was a contract. I'm like, no, that's a handshake emoji. It's what that's what it is. It's not my signature. It's not blue ink. <laughs> you have to. It's not a wet signature. I don't know. Whatever. It's interesting. Living in uh, 2023 is wild. It really is, man. I'm starting to think we need another emoji that's like a safe set of emojis that don't count for financial advice. Like all these, all emojis do now. Maybe we can ask Stanford for a list of approved emojis. (laughs) These are literally net neutral, (laughs) neutral emojis. All right. Yeah. What's up? For context, let me just, let me just say this. They, they explicitly stated it was the rocket emoji the money bag emoji and the chart up emoji. Bro, so, yeah. I use the rocket emoji like literally 10 times a day, 20 times a day. It's in my bio. I got to go take it out right now. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. I love the rocket emoji, man. I think that's great. A little flame behind it too, right? Flame, rocket. Boom. That's my that's my stamp. Well, now it's going to be the handshake. Sweet. Uh, anyway, let's get into it, man. Trevor, you... No, undoubtedly have some great projects. You've built an amazing community. Um, before you came on to that community, man, it was definitely getting pretty toxic. And then you came in and you sorted it out real quick. And, you know, hats off to you there. You made all the right moves. You brought on brought on all the right people. But before we get into that, I want to get into like your origin story, my man. Like, tell me like, what brought you in to this space? And like, you know, people ask me that even, dude. And I've been in the tech space for like 20 plus years. And people are like, how'd you get into Web3? I'm like, I've been here for 20 years. Uh, it's just the tech space. So how did you, and I know part of my ignorance, because I don't really, you know, I don't think a lot of us know like a lot of your background and, you know, share what, what you want. But uh, I'm fascinated because uh, you're just a really good dude. And I'm always interested in like good people, good, humble people. And uh, yeah. Can you, uh, what do you think you could start it off when you were like, you know, I was two. No, I'm just kidding. 
uh, just tell me, you know, start off with like, <laughs> what were you doing before this? Like what led up to this kind of like a thing? Give us that, that whole, like, Hey, what were you doing? Before? You know, what told me like your, your resume, but like a concatenated, like 60 to 120 seconds, however long you want to go, actually. Like it could literally be 10 minutes if you want to. So <laughs> seriously. All right, yeah. <laughs> First of all, I appreciate it, man. It's really nice of you to, to say that. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be a good actor in the space and I really believe in the space. So um, yeah, I feel like, you know, everybody that's left is here for the right reasons. So um, excited about where we go in the future. But yeah, my, my origin story is uh, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and if you, if you know anything about Charlotte, um, it's the NASCAR capital of the world. So I kind of grew up. I did not know yeah, that, by the way. Around, I actually went to school with like Dale Earnhardt's daughter. So wow. if that gives you an idea of how like close to the industry Charlotte is and where I'm from. Um, but naturally, I used to, you know, I grew up driving race cars <coughs> when I was about You were a race car driver? Oh, yeah. yeah Holy I've done, cow. Okay. I've done a little bit of everything, including being a DJ for a small stint. <laughs> before haven't hey you know what haven't we all i almost feel like we all yeah. have been a dj at one point <laughs> <laughs> it's fun i'd like to get back into it like maybe if uh, we have more nft parties like i can get on the decks i don't know love it um but yeah um grew up racing cars and quickly realized that my family didn't have enough money to continue doing that because it's extremely expensive um usually like you know everybody that makes it to like the top ranks of of racing or nascar is like you know you have to have like millionaire parents and like, you know, everybody buys their spot. So quickly realized uh, that wasn't going to work out for me. Um, and I started like self-teaching myself um, graphic design. And uh, I started a company when I was probably 15 um, doing websites for NASCAR teams, NASCAR drivers. Uh, I had all these connections. Like I was always like entrepreneurial, like loved um, starting businesses and like figuring out how to make money. Um, so naturally it was like, oh, I can go do this. You know, I have connections there. Um, so I started doing that and like really kind of got good at graphic design and like web development um, and like business in general. Uh, failed a lot, of course. Um, but yeah, did that for a while. And then eventually I uh, went to work for a, a sports marketing agency for five years uh, in my mid-20s. Damn. Damn, that's a grind, man. Sports marketing yeah. is no joke. So. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was really hard. I mean, like especially in NASCAR, like it's fast-paced and it's cutthroat. Um, but uh, I really learned how to like – you know, I was like grassroots before and it really like threw me into the fire and like I learned how to work with like brands and like how like, you know, brands expect their, you know, their, their IP to look and like how they want things delivered and like how people work and like really got into like the nitty gritty of like how an agency works and like how things really operate in the real world. Um, and I did that for five years. Um, you know, I got burnt out like extremely because it is, you know, it is such a grind. Yeah. Um, and at the, you know, coinciding with that, I was kind of dabbling in crypto a little bit. Um, so around 2017, um, I was investing in like XRP and like shit like that, you know, like trying to find like the, you know, that ICO hype, like, um, back when everybody was doing that, like first like bull run, I was like, I really got into it. I was like, this is, this is cool as fuck. Like, um, you know, I've always been into like, I hate saying this, but like anti-government kind of like (laughs) sort of like against the system and like the financial system, which actually uh, led into like the, my whole like artist persona and like the, the artwork I do um, is all like financial themed and like uh, about decentralization. But um, got into crypto, like thought it was really dope, like what people were doing with that and like Bitcoin and like how that works and like you know how we could use this currency to like um, kind of do our own thing. So got into that, and then like of course I also do art because I'm a graphic designer um, by trade, and 
it was like a perfect fit when I found out about NFTs. I was like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that like <clears throat> you can not only do art, but you can also attach it to crypto, be decentralized and like go do this whole thing. Like this is a thing. Like I couldn't believe it at first. And I was like, holy shit. Like this is like, this is something you, you only see once in your life, you know, like some, an opportunity like this, like Web3, um, like comes along once in a generation. I, I feel like, you know, probably once every hundred years, something like this happens where it's like, I feel like it's going to, it's going to affect all of our lives going forward. And I was like, holy shit, like this is the opportunity for me to like go do my own thing. And I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to like work for myself, um, and like build a company. So, um, yeah, I was like, this is it. So I, uh, I put my two weeks in at my uh, company of five years said I'm out and didn't really have a plan other than like, I was going to go figure this out and like make it work. Um, and yeah, I put my two weeks in quit. Um, and immediately like probably a couple days after that, uh, started a discord for crooks with one friend from real life in it. Like knew nobody had no connections to web three, nothing. Um, shortly before that I had bought my first NFT, which actually was a humanoid. Um, which kind of like made me understand what NFTs are and like how they work. Like at first you're like, everybody thinks it's like, oh, it's a picture. It's a JPEG. Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, like, what's the point? And I like, I kind of had that same thought process going into it. Um, and I just decided to like jump in. Like I saw the humanoids on OpenSea. I joined their discord and I was like, Hey, like what's, what's the deal with this? And like, immediately I saw like, um, how many people were like welcoming and like everybody was hype and like everybody was happy. And like, I saw, I immediately saw like the community aspect of it and it clicked for me, like what it actually was and what it was about. Um, so I immediately bought my humanoid and, uh, of course that inspired the, the whole crooks thing, but, um, yeah, that's kind of how I got started. That's a really good story, man. So you, you got in by buying a humanoid and then you realized like, it wasn't just, you know what I mean? It wasn't just a token. It wasn't just an image on a token. It was literally how you build community. It was your sports jersey. You know what I mean? Like you go to a game and you're wearing either, you know, you're either vote rooting for like A team or B team, right? And you were, you know, obviously in terms of humanoids, like they were, when they minted, they were in the bowl, like especially like towards the end uh, towards like right when they minted and around there, like they had a very high floor. Like they were, they were definitely one of those projects that I definitely envied. I was like, man, I want to be able to, you know, I'm going to grab one of those one of these days. And I did, you know what I mean? Like I grabbed it and the community was like super welcoming. One of the best communities on the, on the block. And, you know, every community has its day and, you know, then it became, you know, obviously, you know, you already know the, the little, a little bit of the history of the, the humanoids, but man, what a great community. Them and a couple other ones were like very, very good shining example of that. Hey, I'm wearing a, you know, my sports Jersey and it's like ride or die. This is my community ride or die. There was a lot of ride or die community members that were just willing to go out there and do whatever it takes. And that is the power I think too of NFTs, like you said, like it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like <clears throat> I was coming from the crypto world, so it was like, yeah, you can buy, you can go buy like XRP, but there's no like, no, there's no community. Boring, dude. It, it's you know? so boring. I know. Yeah, you're just you're sitting there on your own, like looking at the price, like please go up. You know, <laughs> there's no, there's nothing else involved in it. Maybe you go on like, you know, some of them have discords, or maybe you go on the Reddit and like listen to people fud all the time or whatever. But it was like. Uh, I really saw like an opportunity with like the community aspect of NFTs. And I was like, holy shit, like this is something totally different. You know, this is, this actually makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's how I got into the NFT space. Yeah. I love it. I love that. 
So, wow, man. And then you built out the crooks. Tell me like the scenario around, you just left with no plan and you were just, were you like, while you were at your job, were you actually checking out the NFT space, like really, really hot and heavy into it? And you were just like, man, this is really cool. And you started getting like a draw towards that and feeling that, like feeling that energy again, would you say? Like, cause I know I, when I got in the NFT space, I felt that energy come back to me from, I was working at a FinTech company and I was like, man, this, I'd rather be doing this all day than the stuff the stuff where I'm getting paid crazy amounts of money to do, but this is so much more fun. I'd rather hit the ground and like learn how to do this. than you know, I don't care. I'm just going to, I'm just going to quit. I did, by the way, I did the same thing. I left and went full-time web three in uh, March of 2021. Like I literally left and was like, that's it. I'm just going all in on this. Is that how you felt too? Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of left something out there. Um, I bought my humanoid while I was still at my job. Um, nice. Back like right after mint out. Um, so it was like probably, uh, I think October, like early October, maybe or late September I bought mine. Um, so that was like my first entry in NFTs. I had dabbled a little bit with it, with like my own artwork, um, back in May of that year, like trying to figure out, like, I just didn't understand, like, I was like, what do we like sell our, you know, physical art on here? Like, I didn't understand like the community aspect and how it all worked. Um, so I kind of took that summer to like do some research and like really get into it. But yeah, it was like, I was still at my job and like, I bought my humanoid and I was like, I got, I became like obsessed with it and like, you know, constantly in the discord and I'm like just feeding off the energy and excitement. And I'm like, fuck this, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go do this. You know, this is fun. This is happening right now. So, uh, I just saw the opportunity. Like I said, it's once in a lifetime. And like, I, I was, there's no way I was going to miss out on this, you know, cause I kind of missed out on like, um, I feel like I missed out on like the initial, uh, 2017 hype of crypto. And I was like, I, this is never going to happen to me again. Like next time I see something like this, like I'm going to be in it. Um, so yeah, I just went full into it. Like no, no other plans at all. Just make it work. Yeah. I love that, man. You, you, uh, again, it's burn the ships, right? Burn the ships, leave, dive in, you know, worst case scenario, you figure it out afterwards. Like if it doesn't work out, you figure it out afterwards, but burn the ships, go all in on things and you'll see a lot of, uh, a lot of success. I agree. And you know what? I agree with you, man. Like this is one of the once in a lifetime. There's going to be a bunch of once in a lifetime things, but this revolution, just like the AI revolution, just like the startup revolution, like all these things were like entry points into the world of tech, right? And this was an easy entry point for people that kind of felt like left out or marginalized because they don't have a master's degree or, or bachelor's degree in computer science. They didn't, they didn't work at a tech company for like, you know, a couple of years to, you know, they didn't grind all the way up. This was your, this was literally the, the fast pass of like getting involved, but not only being involved in the tech space, you got, you got a pass to be accepted into the tech space. Yeah. I mean like everybody that has an NFT, like, instantly you're early adopters instantly you're on the team instantly you're you're validated and welcome to that community like that's some rare that's rare stuff and oh yeah and it's yeah. it's still being slept on too like you know everybody thinks like you know we're in this bear market now and it's like everybody's down on nfts like if i go on instagram now and i look at like uh you know i saw something on like uh baller busters yesterday where everybody's like clowning nfts like oh you know you're dumb for doing this like and i just see like i, I see how many how many people are making a mistake by thinking that um, because this, this is absolutely going to be a part of their lives, whether they realize it or not. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I, I think it's like the opportunity is just beginning. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're definitely, and I, I hate to be the cliche here, but we're still, I hate to be the Nick cliche here, but um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely being slept on for sure. And this, this opportunity, you know, this window is closing pretty fast because people are, people are building a whole bunch of stuff and like, you know, solving problems with the blockchain layer of the internet. And, you know, eventually people who, um, if you don't get in now, like you might not have a chance to have that easy on-ramp into the tech space and be accepted. Like the way it works now is so different than the way it's going to work in 12 months. Like, uh, this is the venture capitalization of community happening right here. And it's, it's very unique time period where this is your on-ramp. This is your easy ramp. And if you want to get in like 12 months from now, you're going to have to take the, you know, the back roads and drive really slow to get there rather than the highway. So, uh, I, yeah, man, I, I totally agree, um, a hundred percent on all that. So with that said, I also think PFPs aren't going away anytime soon, even though people are like, Oh, PFP projects are going to die and this and that, you know, like, here's the deal. Name something that you could wear instead of your face that unites you all. You know what I mean? Like it actually removes like that person and makes you part of the community instantly. Like when I put on my cool cat, dude, I had so many people reach out to me. Oh, you threw me in a, a group chat with all the cool cats like that. You know, like every time I changed my PFP, people were like, Hey, add them in. I'm part, I was part of like 10 group chats <laughs> inside of Twitter, which is completely unmanageable. So, um, what do you like when you got in, like into the humanoids and you went all in, like, how did you, were you like, really, was it like, like, is it a little scary at first? Like, how did you, how did you move around the space and navigate? And so that, you know, cause there's a lot of, and let's be honest, there's a lot of negativity in the space. There's a lot of retail investors that don't understand the tech. You know what I mean? There's a lot of like just things going on that, you know, that, you know, there's forces out of your control to like, like keep out of the crosshairs of stuff. How did you get into the, like, how did you navigate through all this stuff and go, you know what, like, who cares about all this stuff? And like, what did you, did you see the toxicity? Did you, how did you like, how did you get into it and like stay away from all that stuff? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know it's a bad, it's a weird question, but I'm I, just, I'm no, no, absolutely. <laughs> I think this is super important. Like if, yeah. you know, especially if you're thinking about starting a project in the space, like you have to understand that like, this is fucking hard. Like don't ever let anybody tell you this is easy or like, you know, founders have it easy. Like, everybody makes the joke about like, Oh, you know, mental health break, et cetera, et cetera. But like, there's a reason, there's a reason people do that. You know what I mean? Not everything is about money. Um, at the end of the day, there's, there's real humans behind all these, these cartoons, you know, like, um, there's actual, actual like feelings involved. So, um, yeah, that was the one thing I learned. It was like, uh, I wasn't really, uh, I'll be honest. I wasn't really prepared for like some of the backlash you can get for like trying to do the right thing. You know, it's like, obviously there's a lot of people in the space who like, um, you know, are grifters or like, they're just here to make money or cash grab. And like, it's okay to clown on those people, but it's not okay to treat everyone that way because there are some people that are really trying to, to do something real here. But you know, anytime you involve money, um, you know, of course there's, you know, feeling tensions are going to be high. And, uh, I understand that because I was on the other side of that, um, with my first ever NFT, you know, I bought my humanoid and the person who founded the project, I'm, I should say I'm not the original founder of the humanoids, obviously, like I we ended up acquiring them. Um, but at the time, um, someone else was running it. It was the artist. And, uh, he was really like, I think he kind of shut down under the pressure and he, he wasn't, he wasn't a business person, like zero business inclination. So, right. um, he, he sold out his project, which was really easy at the time. Um, and then of course all this pressure comes down from everyone in the space, like, Hey, well, what are you going to do now? You know, like 
um, you know, we're waiting, like do something. And like, he just completely shut down and did nothing. Um, so yeah, I've been on both sides of it. I can see how frustrating that is. So I think that kind of gave me some insight into like, um, you know, how people feel. Um, and I've been able to kind of temper, uh, you know, the pressure, you know, by having that experience, you know, with my own project, like, um, things uh, have been hard, you know, things haven't always been, uh, rosy. So, um, I think like having a thick skin is probably like one of the most important things, um, in this space because it is so new and there's so many expectations about like, um, you know, what people want and like, you know, what they expect and like, you know, what needs to happen. Um, and, and like actually focusing on your own vision and like executing it. Um, so I think like we're working through that, but, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a high pressure environment for sure. Yeah. I was going to say there's a, it's interesting because I, I see the tech space and like when you launch software, SaaS, a website, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to answer to retail people. You just answer to you, your team. And if you have investors, your investors, there's no people on like Twitter, um, you know, going, you know, come and attack, like trying to attack you. And if they are like, you don't care because it's just, okay. Some, some random person on Twitter, <laughs> literally right, I've had that. You're yeah. Selling our product. Yeah, exactly. So I've had, like, I've seen people, you know what I mean? Again, Joe Rogan's a great example. He always says, just don't read the comments. Right. But when your entire business, you know, and your entire community lives on Twitter, you know, again, to me, at least the, one of the most toxic, if not the most toxic platforms, and it has been since day one, crazy toxic after people stopped, you know, tweeting, Oh, this is what I'm eating. This is where I am. You know, stuff like that. Cause we couldn't even post images back in 2007, 2008. Um, Twitter didn't even have that, that option. Now it's because it's become like an anonymous haven for like a lot of trolls where they're born bred and like thrive. So it's interesting to see, like how that's evolved the tech, like tech, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm saying, like, I think that like, this is going to be a, I don't think it's going to live on Twitter forever. Like this is like literally the, what we call kind of like uh, the first days of the gold rush, right. Or the first days of whatever. And it's going to evolve eventually. And the doors are going to shut to a lot of these folks um, that are, you know, out here with anonymous accounts. And that's why these blue checks are here. Like, they, you know, we know you might have some unique username, but like people know who you are and eventually, you know, an anonymity is only going to go so far pretty soon. So I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, people don't get, you know, the part where it's like, if they were on LinkedIn, would you say the things you say on Twitter? You know what I mean? Like if you were on Facebook, would you be saying the things with your name attached to it? You'd be saying, and that's where the anonymity comes like in effect where people think they can just like take out their horrible days and stuff like that. So it's unique because in, you know, the first, first startup stuff, like nobody was on like Twitter cause it didn't exist. There wasn't even social media. And then like web two came around and we said, it. I think I think heard, I heard somebody say web two twice in my entire life. Like we never talked about like web three and that's because retail investors are coming, are in this space and they're buying NFTs. Right. And they, they're, you know, obviously have PFP projects and, and other things. And, and like, they're, they're getting angry when the prices don't always go up They're uh, they don't really understand like how market dynamics work. And, 
you know, I've actually seen that even in the token space um, back in April of 2021. And they were, they were like definitely like mad at the founders of like tokens and dude, tokens are like such a different thing. You know what I mean? Like fungible tokens, like ERC twenties or whatever, you know, Binance tokens, stuff like that. Like boring, like you said, just awful stuff. It just doesn't get anything. And as soon as you put a PFP on and everybody's wearing the same Jersey, like I said, man, all walks of life, right? Like me and you are chatting. I don't think we ever would have crossed paths, <laughs> but NFTs brought us together. And then, and then it's your character. Like, if, are you a good person? Are you like, you know, empathetic? Are you kind? Are you, are you, you know what I mean? Are you, are you worrying about yourself or others too? You know, like that's the kind of stuff that, you know, you get this like crash course in, like almost like public speaking and all these, all this communication things that didn't exist like back, you know, even a year, two years ago, three years ago. And social audio has made that. So I think social audio, social, social audio has actually made a huge difference here. Like people get upset and they start like slandering people on the timeline. And then all of a sudden you talk to them and they're like, okay, sorry for that. And it's like, man, just, you know, give us, give us some time here to build. You know what I mean? Like, what do you, like, is there a lot of pressure? Do you get a lot of pressure on a regular basis? Like, what are you doing with the, this or that? You know what I mean? Like, and how do you deal with that? Like, how do you actually deal with it? And I know it's hard and you said, you know, mental health breaks. And I promise you I've been there even as a space host, dude, like attacked, like crazy, like death threats, like crazy. So tell me like how you handle like the, the pressure. Do you like, and you understand, like you said, mental health breaks. What else do you do to like help with that? Yeah, man, for sure. There's a, <clears throat> there's a lot to unpack there. Like I think, yeah. uh, you know, first of all, like I've always been completely docs. Like I've always used my full name. Like, you know, I you know, never had a problem showing my picture. Like <laughs> some people even had my home address. So Jeez. Uh, I, I felt like, <laughs> I felt like that was kind of what uh, set me apart a little bit, you know, back in the early days when that really wasn't that common. Um, that was always kind of my selling proposition I was like, okay, everybody else is going to be anonymous. But um, like I said, like I started my discord with me and one other person I knew in real life. Uh, so I kind of had to like, um, that was how I, I, I really got started was like, every time somebody came in the chat, I'm in the discord, like replying to their message. I don't care if it's, you know, three in the morning, like if somebody's in there, like, you know, I only have a couple people in there, like I'm, I'm trying to drum up interest. Like I'm going to set myself apart by being the most, um, you know, accessible person. Um, at all times and like really put myself out there. And of course, like, you know, that's not always the best idea in this space because accessibility like that um, opens a lot of doors to, uh, you know, toxic things. Plus and, expectations uh, too. Like, oh yeah. my God, you're not allowed to sleep. Oh, you're a founder. You well, can't go on vacation. You can't take a mental health break. <laughs> well, yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and to be fair, I haven't, you know, I'm at my computer, you know, probably 14 hours a day, every single day. Like, you know, I have a dog. Um, and that's about it. You know, it's, it's really all I do. Like I'm fully passionate about You're not allowed um, to have what a dog. we're doing here. You're not allowed to have a dog as a founder, dude. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. Good point. But yeah, <laughs> man, um, I think like, you know, that was one thing I learned and like, you know, I think this is important, um, for anybody, for any founder, or, like anybody who's considering starting a project, like, um, you know, it's, you be prepared for this. Like, you know, yeah, you have to, you have to be accessible. Like, cause what we're doing here with this, these communities and these NFTs, like, um, it's all about accessibility, right? Like we're all in the same trench, especially now building together. Um, you know, we don't want to have this us and them uh, dynamic where it's like, you know, we used to have or like with some projects where it's like super corporate and like um, you don't feel like you're heard or like, you know, they're doing things in their best interest or like just to make money. Like I don't I never want that to be um, how people in our community feel. 
Um, so for me, it's like super important to be accessible. Like I'm always in chats, like I'm always in you know Twitter groups or like seeing what people think, like getting people's ideas. But um, what I've really learned over the last year is like, um, you know, take everyone's ideas, take everyone's opinions, like even the even the really toxic ones, like, you know, you have to see past that and like realize that that's not it's not really a personal attack. Like it's just someone's emotion speaking at the, in the moment or like, you know, maybe there, maybe there is some truth in that toxicity, you know, maybe there's something in there that you can take and say, okay, that was really, that was really fucked up. But you know, maybe there's something in there that I can improve or something I could do better um, and not take it personally, you know? So um, I think it's important to be accessible, but at the same time, like you really have to like maintain your own vision and uh, you know, execute your own ideas because if you take everyone else's and try and do them all, um, you will fail. So, um, just a learning process, man. Yeah, I love that you said that. That's a that's a really good way of looking at it and like hearing everybody out. I mean, in theory, I mean, this is like you know, in theory, it's a cross between you being a you know company owner, founder, CEO, and a elected politician in a way where you actually have to listen to the people in the community and like try and take notes. And if there's some truth behind it, you know, which by the way, you know, some people, you know, you should hear everybody out. There is probably some truth. There is a way to always get better, you know, every single day. So I agree with that statement. It's hard to not take some things personally though. You know what I mean? Like when it's like personally directed at you and there's like really no like positive, it's like negative feedback, but there's like no direct negative feedback where it's just like, I hate you. (laughs) It's like, Okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Thanks for that. It happens. Yeah. Thanks for that. Next. <laughs> what I, what I find interesting about that too is, um, you know, people in the space, you vote by, you vote with your, you know, your, your checkbook in a way, like you, you don't like the community. You don't like the project anymore. You don't like the way the direction it's going, sell your asset and, you know, move on to another community that you can, you feel that's good for you. So that's how this, I think that's how that, how this space actually should work. It's like, that's how you vote by taking your item you bought or your, your Jersey. And like, if you're no longer you know, a fan of the jets or you're no longer a fan of the Patriots or cause Tom Brady's gone and stuff like that. And like, you just take off your Jersey and go, go put on a new one. I, I just think that's, that's missed on a lot of folks. They just, uh, it's not a ticket to like, you know, Oh, I'm going to take out all of my horrible feelings on you because you know, I had a bad day or something like that. So it's interesting stuff. I'm sorry. I I find this stuff so fascinating. What, you know, market dynamics and community and all that stuff when it's all tied up together being fine, like especially finance stuff, because it's so like, it's a very sensitive thing. And one of the biggest reasons why people like kind of like break up in relationships is over money. You know what I mean? So you can see why it's so heated and like people have such strong opinions on things. So it's, it's, it's fascinating. Plus the basic like, I guess you could say the basic kind of uh, financial literacy also is, is uh, they don't teach it in school. You know what I mean? They don't teach it in like grammar school or high school or even they don't even teach it in college. So man, this is a, this is like a different, this is like a whole new frontier. It's literally like the United States back in like the early 1800s where everybody was like grabbing land and stuff like that. It's super fascinating to me. So with that said, like, you all, I think it's also the team you build behind you, right? Like you have a pretty solid team. I know most of your team and man, you have uh, you definitely did a good job in selecting people to like represent you and also be on your team. So can you speak to like how you actually find how, like how you found this amazing team that's supporting you and like 
how you go about like empowering them? Cause that's fascinating to me too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I see a couple of them down here in the audience, like Mary Beth, Ani, um, Red Keb was in here earlier. Uh, but yeah, it's like, absolutely. Like I couldn't do it without them. Like, you know, this is a team effort. It's not just me. Um, you know, and, and I think why we've done so well and like why this team works so well is because every single person that's on the team, um, came in organically. So these aren't people that we picked off the street or like, you know, um, went and scalped or hired. Like, uh, they're all people who came in the space organically and came in the communities organically. Um, for example, like Red Kev, uh, Mary Beth, like they were crooks holders, like crooks mentors. Um, and they just, and they just naturally kind of integrated into the team, like wanted to help and stepped up and like, um, yeah, we've been working together ever since. So, um, like Ani, for example, like, I think she was actually one of like the first 50 people in the crooks discord, like, uh, just came in one day and was like, Hey, like, if you need any help, like, um, you know, I'm here and I'm like, perfect. Like, I don't know a soul in this space. So like, yeah, absolutely. Like hop on the team. Um, she's been here ever since, like one of the most valuable, uh, people we have. So, um, yeah, it's, I really like how, uh, it's just super organic, you know, I, I don't like being corporate. So, um, that's how we did it. Yeah. I love, I love that. And I think that's, that's the smart way. I think that's the smart way to do it. Like basically you have this project, um, which is, you know, really a company. And then there's a whole bunch of people that want to help you. You know what I mean? And then you eventually go, wow, these people are just helping without any kind of like, Hey, without anybody, like they just have passion behind what they're doing. And then you just like empower them with, a, you know, like, Hey, join the team. I love that, man. That is really, really great. So with that said, like what's next for you guys? Like what is uh, what's on the roadmap for like building out, both, I mean, both projects, which is really cool, by the way, that you own both of those. And I think they're both really, really, really great projects. Like I said, um, Crooks has an amazing community and blending them together is like one of the most powerful things. You actually, I don't know too many, too many of these companies that own, you know what I mean? Like two separate projects. Like, I mean, it's not like, a, it's not like, you, it's not like you have like, you know, you didn't just launch like humanoids and to just keep iterating off of humanoids, you want humanoids and crooks. Like it's literally a, I mean, this is unique. Tell me like the, I mean, you literally have like more than double the pressure on you because of that. Like how the hell yeah. do you do that, man? Like that's, that's like impressive to me. Like, I don't even get it. Well, like I said, I don't have a life, so <laughs> <laughs> don't, I don't think any of us do. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, it's hard, you know, um, you know, we've kind of, for a long time there, we delegated the humanoid, humanoids team out to uh, people, like I said, like organic uh, community members that were kind of running the project. And like uh, we've kind of reeled that back in a little bit. And like I'm taking more of like a leadership role now um, to kind of get it going in the right direction. But um, yeah, it's like just it just it's it takes time, man. Like I'm just putting everything I have into this. Um, you know, obviously it's not it's not easy. But yeah, I mean, with the humanoids, like for me. Um, for me, it was a passion project. Like, of course, it was my first community I ever joined. So, like, um, it was a dream opportunity to actually acquire it. But the real reason that I wanted to acquire it was because um, they were working on some really cool tech at the time uh, called the Trait Factory, which, uh, if you know, like, the humanoids were the first ever 4K 3D profile picture. Yeah. And um, yeah. they were actually the first ever customizable yeah. 3D profile picture um, where you could actually go in and, like, change all the traits on your uh, Gen 1.1 noids. Um, 
and customize however you want it to look. So uh, they were building that at the time. And like, I saw what they were doing there, which like no one was doing at the time. And I was like, shit, like, um, you know, this is kind of the next step for us. Like we want to start, we want to we get out of the profile picture and really start working on some tech. Um, so we founded Round Labs, acquired the humanoids and like really put some uh, developer resources into doing that, finished it. And uh, yeah, we're moving forward with that and like the tech behind that and building some cool other products. That's cool, man. That's cool. So is that, so the future of Ryan right now, um, is that basically, so you're basically building like software as a solution in a way, and you're trying to build out for like consumer software as a solution. So like, is that going to be servicing retail? Is that going to be servicing like B2B? Is that going to be servicing all of it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, or I mean, obviously you can't tell me everything because there's always like some little hint of mystery that you should always keep with this stuff. So um, is that, is it more like a retail kind of like thing? Like, tell me how that, tell me how the software works as much as you can, obviously. Yeah, for sure. So like our, my goal personally has always been like, um, how do we get people that are non-native web three people to like actually care about NFTs? Um, and I think especially like right now over the past couple of weeks, this is more important than ever, um, with royalties going away. Um, so our focus has always been like, how do we take this product and like make it attractive to people who may have never owned an NFT before? How can we get them involved in the space? Um, and then how do we, on the other end, how do we make brands see the value in that, see that we have a good community and have them want to be a part of it? Um, you know, so they can come in, like, for example, like with the trade factory, we can, we can bring a brand in and we can do like a branded trade drop, um, you know, for X company uh, who wants to be a part of the space. So it's like a really good onboarding tool. Um, and like our focus has always been like building products that, uh, can get outside of just like number go up floor price PFP, you know? So, um, that's our main focus. Like we, we have some stuff in the works that I haven't told anybody about other than Mary Beth. Um, that's going to be really exciting here in the next couple months, uh, that I think is really going to be a good product, um, that no one's done yet. So, uh, yeah, we're just working on that every day. Love it. I'll ask you about it, you know, offline. I won't, I won't uh, leak it to <laughs> anybody. <laughs> so do you, this is good stuff, man. I really, I really like the where, uh, I really like that. I mean, again, you have like double the pressure when you have a, a two PFP separate PFP collections like this. I mean, I, like I said, there's nobody, I don't think there's really anybody in the space that has done that except for Yuga, I guess now that I think about it. They, them acquiring like punks, but that I believe that was a pretty easy one just because punks were such high value that, you know, the people that owned it were, they were, they were pretty smart already when it comes to all this stuff. So they don't, they're not going to be like, Oh, floor go up, you know, this, that, and the other. And, uh, it's, it's just such an interesting like scenario that you guys actually have. So that's cool, man. So 2023, what, what should, uh, the crooks slash humanoids slash whoever, like whoever's part of your communities, um, like what should they expect from you guys? Like moving forward? Any, is there any like plans for like, uh, any of these big events that are coming up or, um, like what's, what's going on for like everybody to get together possibly, you know, mix and mingle in, in real life besides Twitter spaces. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're, uh, it's kind of interesting right now, like what's going on with NFT NYC the whole like April versus June thing. Um, right. I, I'm not really sure like how many projects are actually going to the April one. So I think we're looking at probably doing something in June. Um, wait, there's a, what, let me ask you a question. There's an NFT, wait, there's NFT NYC in April and in June. Well, no. So oh, like, okay. they, you know, they moved it forward. Yeah. yeah. April. It, which is weird. Why would they do that? There's NFT LA in March. And then like, yeah. I'm not going to NFT LA and NFT NYC. That's just ridiculous. 
I don't know. It's like, and, and like these projects or these parties like take a lot of planning, you know, this is like sure. months of planning. So like when you just move it forward by three months, like it kind of ruins everybody's plans. So like, I think, uh, you know, everybody kind of goes around Yuga obviously, but I think they've committed to not doing April NFT NYC for eight fest. Um, so we're kind of just waiting to see like, uh, when the other projects are going to do something, I, there was a bunch of talk about like, um, dead fellas and Yuga doing something in June and kind of like making it like a, a one ticket entry to all the, the projects parties and like kind of doing our own thing. So, um, if they do that, like we'll absolutely, absolutely be involved in that. Um, but we probably won't do anything for April. Um, but yeah, that's next on the list as far as, uh, meetups. Nice. Okay. I like it, man. That is cool. Um, so I just can't believe you're a race car driver. <laughs> you're self-taught graphic designer working for a marketing agency and then jumped in the, you know, for five, six years and then jumped into this. And you're, you're, uh, there's two things that actually kind of like you actually, we kind of have in common. I didn't, I didn't race cars. So it's not that I used to race like sailboats and I also used to race, uh, hydroplanes. I don't know if you know what a hydroplane is, but, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. So I used to, I used to race those too. And, and then I, I'm a, I was a self-taught, like I literally just like dug into like, computers and coding but also like graphic design like i had i taught myself photoshop and illustrator and all that stuff like a lot of commonalities there um that's really that's really interesting that means you know like people say it said no to me a lot and that's what like made me like learn those things and do those things like no it's like oh yeah let me show you and uh you know it was just you know that's how you grow you find something interesting you obsess over it you become great at it like you obviously have and you seem to have like a natural like inclination for leadership too, my man. Like that's a, a that's also very rare. You know what I mean? Like you're very humble, and you hear like people's, you know, again being part of a project like this. You hear you know the goods, the bads, the in betweens, the spectrum of like you know like all the way on the other side of the spectrum where they're just like so angry, and all the way at the other end of the spectrum where the people are just so elated and happy and want to be part of the project it's the ups and downs of foundership times two so man i just have like such a high respect for that and i really hope your community understands like how difficult it is to hear like again when people buy into a project like this like every one of them are empowered in a way and uh they're they're kind of like you actually kind of have to treat it like they're you know they're part of the team too and then you're managing like a thousand thousands of personalities right and is so and so getting along with so and so and you know is this happening is this person like causing trouble in the discord how do we talk to that person and like like make sure that they're happy again or you know whatever the case may be it's such an interesting like i just don't envy you um that's for sure. But I, I have a like crazy high respect for anybody, specifically you. Like I said, after all this, you you have such a positive outlook. You're super humble and you're you just come you just show up every day, man. I see you here every day. And you got all this you got this crazy great team. You got Dre, you got Mary Beth, you've got all these great people on your side, man. I just like it's just crazy, man. I, I have to just take off my hat and like, I think we should throw a bunch of like hearts or whatever kind of emojis you guys want to throw up hearts, 100s, everything to this guy. Cause man, this is a big deal. Like to be a founder and, a, and an owner of like multiple projects. Let's give it, let's give this guy some like 
flowers over here because this is no joke. This is no joke. Wow, man! I just want to say, I just want to say, I appreciate that. First of all, it's that really means a lot because, like, uh, yeah, it, it is hard, you know. Um, and like, I'll admit, like, I'll be the first one to admit, um, I haven't always been. You know, leadership is something that you know it comes naturally to some people, but you know, a lot for a lot of people, it's learned. Um, right. You know, I haven't always been. Uh, a, a leader like that so um it's it's a learning experience like over the past year like uh like i said like the original founder of the humanoids wasn't he didn't want anything to do with that you know he was just an artist so uh, i think like you know the way the space started out um it was all about like supporting artists and like you know we're gonna go do this thing where like uh you know they can sell their art and like that's it and like you know it's great but then it quickly turned into this other thing where it was like okay this is a this is a lot more than that now this is like a business and like people are relying on you and like um, you know, all these people believe in me. So it's like, um, I feel like that really pushes me forward. That gives me the fuel to like show up every day. Like these people, um, like I said, man, I started with zero connections. No one, no one fucked with me. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have any friends and like all of a sudden, like these people believe in you and like they're, they're putting their support up for you. And it's like, um, that just fuels me every day. Like I get up every day and, uh, you know, do this for them. So, um, learning, man, having fun. Yeah, I mean, you definitely are. And like I said, you're definitely a shining example of like how to learn and also be like, like have this great humility as a, like basically a founder and like owner of a project like this. It's crazy good. People should look at this as an example of like how to learn, how to listen, how to all these things. Cause you weren't, like you said, you weren't great at leadership at first. And you know, I, I take your word for that. Like, you know yourself better than anybody else. So onto a different note, if you don't mind me saying like, get a little personal with you here is when you do take mental health breaks, like what is, what does that look like for, for Trevor, the, the, the human being? Like you go hiking, do you go ice skating? You know what I mean? Do you go bobsledding? I have no idea what, like, what does it look like? dude? <laughs> Water skiing? <laughs> well, well, luckily for me, um, you know, of course I am an artist as well. So that's where, that's kind of like my background. Like I've always been like, I've been into business, you know, forever. Like since I was a kid, like I always wanted to like run a company and like, you know, be an entrepreneur. But at the same time, like I'm a super creative person, which like, again, like this is why um, I love this space so much because it just mixes the two together. But uh, yeah, my hobby is actually painting. Um, so like whenever I need a little break, like I'll go like, you know, throw a canvas on the easel and like start painting something, like just get some like creativity out. Like I feel like um, that's like my outlet personally. Um, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't leave the house that much. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult when you're so busy, like it's hard to maintain friendships and shit, but like, um, I don't know, man, I'm just so passionate about the space and like what we're doing here. And like, um, you know, I, I rarely get like burnt out. Like I haven't, I haven't really taken a break. Um, aside from like when some shit went down, like I had to like disappear for a couple weeks. But uh, other than that, um, yeah, man, just like creative outlets are, are so important for me. And like, that's how I, that's how I get by, which yeah. is cool because like, I just go and work on something for the project creatively. Like we just did like a, a short film for the humanoids, like brand origin story, like the lore origin story. Um, and I really like got into that and spent like probably, um, you know, it was like over a month, like probably 60, 70 hours just making this like cinematic video and like really exploring my creativity with the noids and like, uh, doing this little story. So um, stuff like that, man, honestly. Yeah, that's great. I wasn't sure, you know, there's a lot of people that like go hiking in the mountains and like, you know, go do a bunch of drugs, especially in this space. Everybody like smokes weed, I think, except for me. <laughs> feels, feels that way. Like I'm the only one that's not like 
smoking or getting wrecked every day and stuff like that. So mad respect, man. That's uh, those are some really creative outlets. Um, those that's, that's really healthy. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, uh, like I live in Vegas, so like there's great hiking places, but <laughs> I have a French bulldog who like doesn't even like going on walks. Dude. Uh, I love French bulldogs though. They're so, <laughs> they're so cool, man. Yeah. She's, she's chill. She's, uh, sitting right here right now but like i'll try and take her on a walk like to just like you know get out of the house for a second like she'll try and go into any house that looks like ours because she just fucking hates being outside i guess so perfect dog for me um but i do live in vegas so there's like plenty of hiking opportunities that one day i'll explore <laughs> but, but not for now yeah I, I don't know man vegas vegas hiking would scare me a little bit just because like you take one wrong turn and everything looks the same out in the desert you know what i mean <laughs> i'm like you know, i didn't bring enough water um it's just uh it's it's definitely interesting and vegas is you know i always think vegas i'm like ah, oh, vegas baby vegas i spent way too much time in vegas um and not for hiking so yeah it's uh it was definitely it's definitely the city of sin and good times um yeah, man. I don't know how you. <laughs> I don't know how you stay it away from. It snowed that here yesterday, by the way. Did it? Yeah, it snowed in. It snowed in uh, SoCal too, dude. Like there was sleet and snow and crazy. It was crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I think I, the world might actually be ending. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure we all know what's going on. It's called global warming and crazy shit happening with our environment. We decide to like mess with it, but um. Just want to shout out to Dre. It's up on stage. What's up, Dre? You're part of the you're part of the humanoids. You're part of the community. You're you know you're definitely a leader in this community, man. I just want to give you a shout. Everybody who's not following Trevor, not following Dre, not following Brad, not following Mintify, get following them right now. And I know a lot of you are already community members and stuff like that, so you are. But man, if you don't know Trevor, you don't know Dre. Like man, especially like Dre is like the one of the most positive of positive guys in the space. And that's what I, that's why I rock with that guy, man. This uh, positivity needs to be like stressed so much more in the space. There's so much like hate um, breeding in the space, man. It's just, let's get, let's do more of it. Let's celebrate that more than anything else, guys. I know it's not as fun. It's not as exciting. It's not, everybody likes to gossip and stuff like that, but you know what? Why don't we, uh, let's start making like connecting people and being like, you know, human beings to each other, like cool again. I think that's a great idea. So just want to say what's up to Dre and um, what's up, man. What up, Luke? What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm all um, right. Trev, Trev, my G. Um, it's good hearing him talk. Um, it's good being here with you guys. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on that. We, uh, we talk pretty frequently, Lucas, outside of, you know, spaces we get to talk, you know, on the phone and face to face and stuff like that. So, to see, you know, to have, you know, your philosophy on this space. I, I totally align with that. That's, that's, that's totally how I am too. And, you know, I wanted to give Travis flowers. We're here for him right now. And Absolutely. I wanted to just, I wanted to just let everybody know that, you know, it's feels really good to, you know, be a part of this community. You know, I know a lot of people that I see on my timeline and a lot of people who are searching for something within this space, you know, sometimes they go a long time and they don't find it. And, um, I feel bad for people like that, to be completely honest with you, because um, people are people are searching for um, for people to, you know, to build with and to grow with. And sometimes you don't find that. And it's really nice to have a, a founder and have a community like the Humanoids, which is something I've been a part of for you know a year and a half now. And it, it's it's great to see us flourishing at a new at a new point. So I'm really super proud of Trevor and I'm proud of what we're doing within this community. Yeah, agreed, man. And it is definitely Trevor's day. So, man. 
respect to Trevor. That's why he's up here. You know, I don't just bring anybody up here. It's the uh, positive influences in this space. And the people I find are amazing operators and he's doing a, he's doing a, a fantastic job. So Trevor, again, flowers for me too, my man. Not everybody makes it up here. Not saying that, you know, I, you know, everybody doesn't have an opportunity to make it up here because everybody has like a, you know, opportunity. It's their A to lose in this space for me. And um, you are definitely one of the, I'd say one of the biggest, best leaders in this space for sure. And, you know, you showed up, you know, in a way you felt kind of felt like, Hey man, I didn't know anybody, you know, you showed up where, and that's one of my things I always say, it's like show up where you don't belong. Cause one day you will. And let me tell you, man, you showed up and you now belong. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was more of like, you felt like you probably didn't show, you didn't belong. Like, and then you eventually, you know, felt like you belong. You added value. People were like, wow, I like this guy. And then bam, you're here. So man, it's really cool to have you here. Um, it's really cool to have you in on my show, of course, as always. And you know what I was thinking about? Like I'm building a, you know, a little podcasting studio here at my place. Like I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to have you and Dre and everybody like come out to this and we're going to do a video podcast. Um, and then release it and stuff like that. My series is like launching in like two weeks. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be quite the thing. And I'm going to travel for some of these things too. So like, even if I have to come to Vegas to, to pin you down, man, you, you, me and Dre will be in Vegas, like chatting it up or, you know, you, you, me and whoever part of your team, or even if it's one-on-one, whatever you, whatever way you want to do it, man, I think it's going to be, I think that's really, really, really cool idea. So let me know if you want to do that. I think you should. I think it's a, I think it's a great idea to like put, you know, humanize, put the face behind the, the brand and it's tough to be on camera. Don't get me wrong, man. I am still struggling with it too. I'm not a big guy. I'm not like one of those people that are like, Oh, look at me, look at me. But you know what? It's just part of the deal. You know, it humanizes you more and makes people, makes people rock with you more. Yeah, man, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I'm totally down. Like, uh, if you want to do it, I guess you're in LA or Southern California. Yeah, I'm in LA. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll bring I'll bring the uh, French bulldog. And we'll do it. But Love it, dude. Love I'll it. have to actually I'll have to actually shave for once. Like, <laughs> I dude, look like I've been in jail. That's dude. <laughs> that's I'm that's Twitter what... Spaces. Like, no one ever sees you. <laughs> I know. That's that's the beauty of Twitter Spaces. Like, I'm I haven't shaved either. I'm sitting here looking like a wreck right now. Also, I promise. And. uh yeah, that's that is the beauty of Twitter Spaces and podcasting. But man, video really is 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 a game changer. So hopefully, uh, you know, if I when you come on the show and stuff like that, we'll we'll make it we'll make it real real comfortable and good, and it'll be fun, man. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot a lot of fun. So good times. Anyway, with that said, I don't know if anybody has any questions for uh, Trevor, but if you don't. No big deal. If you do and you don't want to come up, leave it in the bottom right-hand corner of that little purple bubble, and we will ask. I do see some comments down there, but let's see if there's any questions real quick. I don't see any. I see Frito, who's basically saying bullish on Trevor. I am too, Frito. Thanks for that, my man. Frito, how many times am I going to have to ask? Change the profile picture back to the Noid. I mean, I respect that. I mean, how many founders is reaching out saying, like, Frito, like, change that, change your PFP back, dude. Like, that's a that's a owner of two projects asking you to do that, man. Oh, he, ha- he has one. He's a Noid. I know. I'm, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he should be rocking the Noid right now, not that get, dog. <laughs> get rid of that weird shape profile picture. <laughs> I don't know. That's the, I only know Frito with that, with that PFP now, though. It's kind of weird, man. 
when I switch out to Cool Cat, like people are going to be like, "What?" And that's going to happen soon too. So get ready, guys. Uh, yeah, it's rough. I, I I totally understand. Like nobody wants to change their profile picture because uh, I, I feel like it kind of resets you for a little while on the timeline. Like it's I don't recognize people. Like if you didn't use that Cool Cat. I probably wouldn't recognize you. So. Yeah, we'll see. I'll make sure that everybody knows what it is. I'll, I'll actually do the, the whole, you know, um, you know, side by side comparison to whatever I'm rocking. It might be actually my face again, which might sound really strange to people, but I mean, sorry, I'm a little old school, and I actually like to be an undoxed. I've been undoxed this whole time, and I like to use my face because uh, that's just who I am. Um, but I maybe I won't. Maybe I will rock a PFP. Look, man, as long as you don't do a Super Bowl commercial and send people to your Twitter, I'm on board with it. That is, that was, I'm sorry, but that was a top G moment for me, at least. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was such a, the best troll move I've ever seen. But yeah, it was a, a $7 million troll. What a genius move. I'm sorry, but that, that solidifies that guy as like the king. Um, that guy, Gabriel, man, mad respect to that $7 million. Go to my Twitter account. <laughs> that was so awesome. So anyway, I thought that was brilliant. I'd love to talk to, to Gabe one of these times too, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. This is, uh, we'll see. He's definitely a good dude. Um, anyway, oh, Mary Beth's up here. What's up, Mary Beth? What is up? Happy Friday. Good to see you, Lucas. Mm-hmm. And, then to- and then I saw Trevor, of course. Um, you know, I've been here the entire time, but it's cool to see some good people all in the same space at one time. Bread, salute to you. And Dre, of course. Yeah, and just so you know, Brad works for NFT now. I don't know if you guys know that, but he's like a he's like a big dog now at NFT now. So um, head of blockchain. So pretty cool stuff. We got some friends coming up right now. We got Fitty coming up. We got Ani coming up. Ani DeFranco probably don't even, people don't even know who that is. <laughs> DeFranco. Does yeah. Ani know who DeFranco is? Um, I unfortunately do not see, I was going to say Mary Beth, trust me is, uh, it's definitely dating us right now. So that's dating you speak for yourself. You know who she is <laughs> anyway. Um, this has been great, man. Trevor, this has been great. Great show. Great, great guest. You, uh, and you're, you know what, man, I consider you friends. So mad respect. I look forward to like, you know, hanging out with you, rocking with you in the future too, man. This is going to be cool. And I can't see anywhere up, anywhere else but up. No, no rocket ship emoji. Um, I'm going to do the handshake, uh, verbal handshake emoji, verbal 100, verbal 100. Um, that it's just awesome. Like where you get, where you bring in this. And like I said, the pressure you feel under a two, <laughs> two, two projects with so many community members talking so many different ways. I mean, it's like having thousands and thousands of employees. And, you know, you're the, you're the ultimate, like, you know, people wrangler and making sure that everybody like gets along and all that stuff. Like there's so much to it. And again, mad props to that. And you're the, one of the most humble founders in the space. And I, I know you're going to keep it real. There's a lot of people that change when they like make it and like build big things and they become unac- unaccessible. And uh, I'm all about accessibility. And I think that's what Twitter spaces does. What's up, Jay? I was going to say, I wanted to just comment on that. I think that's his greatest attribute, in my opinion. Um, what Trevor does is he humanizes the fact that sometimes the, the founders can be elitist and sometimes they sit on a pedestal. And the one thing that I always comment about Trevor that I really appreciate, you know, in other communities that I'm in and, and the, the previous uh, team for the humanoids is that 
we did have a founder before that that wasn't a part of us you know he just he was anonymous he he wasn't doxed he he wasn't around and 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 didn't feel like we had that kind of uh you know that guy leading us and what i've always loved since trevor's taken the reins is i mean look he invited me into his original community out of the love of him you know showing love and by him coming to this and being a part of us i just love him being in the discord i love the fact that he shows up every day and you hear his voice and i think that that is big when you can have a founder who um who does that because it it, it tells all the other communities that i'm a part of you and you're a part of me and we're all equal and i think when you have that um it makes your community that much better so i think that's one of trevor's you know really big strengths you know as far as a founder goes i couldn't agree more yep love you dre appreciate you man like- always bro what mental health break do I need, Lucas? This is, this is all I needed right here. <laughs> Dude, again, I, I try, we try to keep it positive, man. There's no reason to do it. Like everything in this world is like painful anyway, as it is. Like you watch the news for like 10 seconds and like you think everything's going to end soon. So we got it. I mean, that's the idea of like social. Let's flip the script, man, and make the shit positive again. Like, you know what I mean? Like we can do that. And I, I understand why people do only rock with some people because a lot of people are wicked negative and they don't want to have that affect their in real life stuff. So I get it. But you know what? We're in the trenches here. Every single day I'm out here on spaces, taking part in them or hosting them and tweeting and all that stuff. And man, same, same with you. I see you every single day in the, in the, in the trenches, in the spaces. Same with Dre. Same with Brad. Same with Fitty. Fitty's a founder. I mean, he's got a he's got a project as well. That's amazing too. It's it's like if anybody can like relate to that, it's definitely you guys. Like you understand how it is to be out here in the trenches. I don't have a project, um, but and that's why I'm like, man, I don't know how you guys do it. So because like just doing spaces and being on Twitter is like toxic already. And you guys, man, personify, you know, water off a duck's back kind of a thing where you're just like, you know what keep on shake it off keep on moving and that's the way you got to do this shake it off keep on moving shake it off keep on moving don't take it personal no matter how hard it is don't take it personal so with yeah go ahead yeah i mean absolutely like yeah there is a lot of toxicity but i just want to say like you know um a big thing for me and like what keeps me going is like through all that like uh just getting to know some of the people in the community like there's there's certain people in the community where like i know everything about them you know what i mean like i know like that's awesome uh, when their kid was born you know it's like and you you hop into a discord and like you see them talking about like oh this you know this community like really helped me when i needed it you know what i mean like um stuff like that like it just uh it shines through all the toxicity and like you just you just learn to ignore it and, and find the good find the good in it you know yeah i couldn't agree more it's like that one just one positive interaction. It's kind of like surfing, right? It's that one, you could be surfing for like two, three hours and maybe not a lot of people surf here, but you can be surfing for like two, three hours and just get no good waves. And that one good wave just makes all of it worth it. And that's what this is about, right? It's that one person that's in your DM saying, Hey, I really appreciate you or Hey, this or that. So don't forget, like tell people, on a regular basis, you know, tell people in the DMS, they might not know how you feel, or maybe they're having a bad day. Like shout out to them. If you can like throw Trevor some like tweets, you know what I mean? Like say, Hey, you know what? Here's my, you know, I know you're what you're doing for the community and you can do it in the DMS, do it on Twitter. Um, like right on the timeline, you know, same thing with, with anybody up on the stage, like throw them a little bit of flowers if you feel like it, because you know what I mean? There's just so much stuff going on today that, you know, everybody's a human behind these PFPs. And project founders and owners 
have it a thousand times worse than any of us that don't own and don't have that responsibility. So just understand we're all humans and man, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, thanks for being on the show and we're going to do that video. You know what I mean? We're going to start doing that video. Oh, we got a, we got a question. Ani, go for it. Um, not a question. Flowers. I kind of just wanted to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and flowers to you, Lucas, for hosting this. Like, honestly, this is this has been amazing. And the questions that you've asked has been like, um, it's very different because most people just ask about projects and, you know, what's going on with the project and things like that. But asking asking a founder like Trevor um, what you do as a human, those questions are very powerful. And I think it brings out the humanity um, behind those PFPs, right? So thank you for that. And again, um, Trevor, I, I honestly love you and I'm honored and lucky to know you in the world, not just in the Web3 space, because I've met you real life and you're just as, you're just amazing. So, um, and everything that you do with all, both of these projects, just you know, it always blows my mind. I always tell you everything that you think of is incredible. So if you guys aren't following Trevor, I know there's a lot of people in the room. If you guys aren't following him, make sure to give him a follow because he does have valuable ideas and he does fight for Like he fights for the people. If you look at his profile, like the, the tweets that he puts out, it's, it's not just about his projects. It's more about empowering communities, empowering people and fighting for the right things, right? So um, make sure you follow Trevor. Um, again, like being on this team has just been amazing and it's been an amazing space. Thank you for hosting, Lucas. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. And thanks for for saying that, Ani. It's uh, humbling for, I'm, I'm assuming I'm speaking for everybody up here. <laughs> thanks for everybody. Like, thanks for, <laughs> it's very, uh, you know, I, I don't take, you know, compliments lightly. So I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I try. We are That's all human. That's a good point, Anya. I want to say something. I, I got a chance to chat with Trevor a while ago. One of the nicest guys. Um, how are you, brother? Dre, uh, Luca, um, you know, Lucas. I mean, people like Luca, people don't realize like it, it is hard. Like sometimes I'll get a DM and I'll be, hey, how are you? Uh, you're doing a great job. And it does mean a lot because, you know, sometimes you, it's everything's like when this, when that, when, you know, when this, when this. And it's like it's a lot. So when you get that little DM, just that little kind of a thing, like, how are you? I know I used to talk to Dre all the time. I haven't talked to him for a while. I got to call you, brother. But we just get inundated with phone calls. And now this these freaking weird Zooms and Calendly and Telegrams and, and, and things like that. So it's a lot. So when somebody just calls and said, hey, how are you? It, it's kind of nice. It, it's kind of nice. And that's why I don't mind going to some of these cash grab NFT events because you do get a chance to ca catch up with some of your friends and kind of just meet some people. And like I met Lucas in real life and it changed our relationship because now I know he's just not just a tall, good looking guy, but he's also smart. Uh, and he's a nice person and there's a trust uh, layer that gets built up. So um, Trevor, I got to connect with me. Uh, I don't know if I still have your number, but shoot me your number. I, I want to talk to you. I have some ideas. I wanted to run by you. But uh, yeah, good to see you, everybody, and thanks for letting me up. And hi, Mary Beth, how are you? <laughs> Welcome to the dating game. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate it. I think I, I'm pretty sure I still have your number, so I'll, I'll send you a text right after this. I'll facilitate. <laughs> you guys rock, man. This is a, this is good. This is how I, again spaces don't all have to be this way. I like to have fun too, but this is the this is fun for me. You know, like talking to good people, making connections. In real life solidifies it. I couldn't agree more with Fiddy. Like I talked to Fiddy a bunch on spaces and then I met him in real life and it totally just, it 
definitely takes your friendship and relationship to a ne- the next level. And uh, it's, it's critical to like, when you're communicating with people to meet them in real life, eventually there's always that humanization that actually happens. It doesn't matter if you're on zoom, it doesn't matter if you're on spaces, it's just not the same as in real life stuff. So that is, I just couldn't like stress that enough in real life events, in real life connections are everything. No pun intended humanization. <laughs> That's well, the great name about the, uh, your project, man. It's uh, or your it, company. <laughs> how people work like i when i watched lucas in vegas he wasn't one of those guys that was looking for strip clubs or looking to sign boobies or doing weird stuff he was actually looking to network and grow his his brand and who he is and i i love that because i'm i'm in the space yeah we'll have a little fun but for the most part i want to meet smart people i want to meet people that are smarter than me i want to meet people that can do things that i can't do and we can collaborate. I could put dots together. So I kind of watch how people vibe around. And I met Wolf in Vegas. And when, like, when you hear a guy named Wolf, like you think he's like this big, tough dude. He's, I don't know. He looked like he was 17, but he's one of the <laughs> smartest, nicest guys that I, that I got to know. Uh, he hosts, he hosts that financial show every week. If you guys don't know Wolf, uh, I, I truly care about the guy. Same, um, same. He, he's going to be a billionaire. And, and I could tell you that right now. And the reason he is, he has the best work ethic of anybody I've seen. He's timed, he's coordinated, but he's also really smart. And like one night we were all going out and he's like, do you want to go somewhere? Cause let's go grab dinner, me, you. And uh, there, there's a guy named Evil Plan that was there. He, he had a project. I don't know what happened to him. I got to call he's him. He's still here. He's still here. I, I, just, I was actually chatting with him yesterday. I got to call him. And, and so the three of us went to dinner and we just chatted for maybe a few, three, four hours. And we just stayed at dinner. And I got to kind of get to know these guys. And when you get to know people and, and like, and you're now, now when I look at Lucas's circle, I'm not looking at a circle. I actually know who he is. I actually know how tall he is. I mean, even though he's like six foot seven, he could slam dunk the ball at, at me for sure. <laughs> he's still one of the smartest guy. I love the way you navigate, the way you run yourself, the way you carry your space. You're not offensive. And those are the kind of people that I want to be with. I, I want to be with these people. So when somebody pops into this room, it's a new person. They're going to hear Lucas speak and they're going to say, wow, that's a community or that's, those are people I want to be around. So I think that's really important. So if you guys haven't been to these IRL events and you can't even afford it, just go to a couple dinners, meet up with some people, schedule some dates. Like I'm going to fly up to East Denver for like a day or two. I don't have a lot of time because I've got a lot of stuff, but just, just to kind of shake some hands. Literally, I'm going to go up there for like a day or two. So I, I suggest if anybody hasn't done that, definitely do. Yeah. What is, isn't East Denver like now? Isn't it like, no, like next week? It oh, starts. is it next week? Okay. So I have a me- huge meeting next Saturday. So I'm going to fly up Thursday morning at like 6 a.m. And I'm going to come back Friday night. Like literally, I'm just going to go. You're going to do, day. you're going to do Vegas like I did, huh? I have to. <laughs> no, I, I love I it, dude. That's the smartest way. Think about it. I was but, there but, for one night and I jetted. So well, I have, I have a business. That's how you do it. I have a business dinner set up with Von Doom and a couple other people for, for the WebEx stuff we're working on. And so I just think it's really important to kind of see the people and meet their, meet them and shout out, by the way, shout out to Von Doom, man. Crypto Von Doom. Awesome guy, man. Legit. Awesome guy. So mad respect. I'm going to have him on the show soon. So he's a very legit. Go ahead, man. I only talked to him five times a day, so I'll make that happen for you. (laughs) Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Lucas, did you, speaking of in in real life events, did you ever figure out or did you ever get royalties off that kid that had your doodle on a hoodie? <laughs> no, but it was definitely my, it was definitely, it was funny because I didn't want to make him feel, I, you know me, dude, I'm not, I'm not like, I run the show. I'm the same way. And like in real life, I'm not going to cause like a uh, crazy stuff to happen, but that was definitely my, my doodle for sure. 
Like uh, I looked at, I was, it was on my phone, dude. You can't, you can't, you can't say it's not, it wasn't my doodle, but uh, no, I didn't get any royalties from him. I would just like my doodle. (laughs) It's all good though. I just want to know how that happened. (laughs) It's called, it's called, uh, it's called getting hacked. (laughs) Man, what are the chances? Yeah, exactly. Well, too many chances in the space, my man. We got to, again, man, just don't click. If you're in this space, don't click links. If you're in the I feel like we have to get some context. We have to tell this story real quick. No, I'll t- well, yeah, t- you can t- you tell the story. I want to hear how you tell the story. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're at, we're at NFT NYC. We go to, uh, what is it, Cooltopia for Cool, cool Cats? Yeah, the Cool Cats event. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all there uh, doing like the whole Cool Cats thing. And like we're all standing around. Like Lucas sees his kid and he has a hoodie on with a doodle on the front of it. And he's like, that's my fucking doodle. Like, <laughs> So it's like, true. He's wearing my doodle on his shirt. And like, goes over and like asks him, or like somebody went over and asked him, and like, I guess it ended up actually being yours. Yeah. Uh, but it was incredibly uh, awkward and hilarious at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go up to him just because I, I didn't want to intimidate him. Because again, like, I'm six foot five. So it's like, oh man, this guy's going to, you know, I'm going to have to, be, this is going to be trouble. I'm like, no way, man. I'm like the most anti trouble there is. So I didn't want to do that, but um, yeah, it was definitely my doodle. I think it's fascinating what people like appropriate and um, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm glad people are, you know, I'm glad people are wearing it, but imagine that like even me, I recognized my doodle on that kid's sweatshirt. Like that's how tied I was to that doodle. That's how much I remembered it. That's how strong PFPs are guys. This is no joke. You know what I mean? Like it's really something there. There's an emotional attachment to this art, to these PFPs. These are your identities online. Powerful stuff, guys. So just don't ever forget, like when you're rocking somebody else's PFP or you're rocking a PFP that's yours, like it's powerful. This space is powerful. So anyway, with that said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close up shop for, uh, for this episode. Trevor, again, pleasure to have you up here, my man. And I look forward to doing it in real life with you and Dre and maybe even Fiddy because Fiddy lives in uh, L.A. Maybe we can do like a, you know, I have a, I have a podcast studio, like I said, in one of my, uh, I have a you know, couple rooms here and one of them is a podcast studio. And it's, uh, you know, it's got four mics, plenty of room. So, and I can add more if I need to, but that's plenty. Me, you, Dre, Fiddy. Let's go, you know, let's get the video cast on. And you know what, Fiddy, don't worry. I can throw the ape over your face. So, you you know, you don't have to, you don't have to like, you know, show your face on, on camera. We'll just throw it up there. Cover up the face with your pink ape with the Fez hat on. With that said, anybody else have questions? And if not, keep, you know, we're good to go. <laughs> but uh, other than that, uh, Brett, I saw you were trying to talk earlier. Did you want to have anything else to say or no? breadsticks no just good vibes all around man like awesome show trevor and i mean dre's like awesome you know fitty mary beth everyone up here is is dope good people you know and uh yeah fitty hit me up next week dude if you end up in denver i live out here i'm going to grab my badge today and go hang out with some of the devs that are up there for the uh for the builder week you know because essentially it's like a bunch of nerds hanging out building dope shit for this like the week leading up to the actual like event next week so I'm going to go hang with some nerds and then next week party. So hit me up, bro. I just saw a question. You're up here, Ani. Did you want to ask uh, Trevor that question? Should I ask? Just ask. Trevor, just ask. 
Trevor. Oh my, my god! <laughs> I just read it. Oh my god! Can I go one? Can I go like an hour without getting bullied, cyber bullied? All right, guys. So everyone, just so everyone knows, and it's out there, I'm bald. I don't have hair because Web three took the last of it. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually noticed. I, I have a beard, of course, because that's like the thing we do. Uh, but I noticed my first gray hair in my beard the other day, and I'm 31 years old, so uh, that was that was uh, shocking. But yeah, uh, win ball crooks never. That's never happening. All right, there's your answer. You got it. <laughs> you wanted it. You got it right there. So asking asking the real questions. I love it though. Hey, whatever. You know, it's uh, it's it's legit. So I, I get it. Anyway, um, with that said, we're going to close up the show. Thanks for everybody being here. You guys all rock. Um, it couldn't do this without the community that listens to the show and everybody that's up here on stage, like give them a follow these guys. This is no joke being able to like talk in front of people and be up here on stage and like ready for questions and, you know, follow Mary Beth, follow Ani, follow Fitty, follow Trevor, Brad, Dre, of course, Dre D. Um, and don't forget like Mary Beth, everybody. Um, and of course, one of our partners, and I'm not paid to say this, so just a little disclosure, Mintify, one of our partners, great partner. If you want to try like some really cool software that actually helps you trade NFTs and just in general trade, great founder behind it, great person behind this profile too. I've gotten to know you for, uh, over a little while and just just a great company. So go check them out. I think you'll actually really enjoy what the, the, the product suite they actually have to offer. And it just makes you a smarter person in the space. So, you know, go check it out. Anything that makes you smarter is very welcome to me. And uh, I love learning. So hopefully you guys do too. And that's the end of our show for today. Thanks for, thanks for everybody being here. You guys rock. And I'm going to put a little bit of extra oomph on outro today. Bottom now we here. Started from the bottom, now my whole Thanks team everybody for showing here. up. Hey, appreciate everyone who came through, by the way. I appreciate you with us. Thanks, Trevor. Take care, everybody.